When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. I'll start this episode to Defend the Block the same way that the conversation will begin with head coach Juwan Howard coming up in a little bit. Just rattling off some numbers. Michigan commits a season-high tying 19 turnovers. They lead the 19 points against a Rutgers offense that came in last in the Big Ten in almost every category except for scoring off turnovers where they were one of the best in the Big Ten. Also, Michigan gave up an 18-2 run to finish the ball game over the final seven minutes. Rutgers outscored Michigan 39-20. And in the second half, some of the hustle numbers, the strength numbers, the care numbers were significantly tilted to Rutgers. 25-16 in rebounds, 12-0 in second chance points, and 22-10 in points in the paint. In a game that Michigan led by as many as 15, and in a game that Michigan led for 34 minutes, they lose 69-59. to Here on Defend the Block following Tuesday's loss at Michigan State, I talked about the fact that when you lose a game like Michigan had lost against Iowa and against Michigan State, played pretty well in the first half, didn't have it at all in the second half. It certainly magnified more in terms of the rivalry environment on the road at Breslin Center, and we heard all the chants and all the booing and all the support for Michigan State, all of that. But then you turn around four days later, and it happens against the team closest to you in the standings. The loser of this one would assume sole possession of last place in the Big Ten, and obviously that now belongs to Michigan. And when it happens so emphatically, so quickly, so tilted toward Rutgers in the second half, again, 39-20, to 20, maybe it doesn't quite magnify the same within the fan base because... It's Michigan versus Rutgers. 
whereas that was Michigan versus Michigan State. But in terms of where this team is, where this season is, Rutgers was a closer peer to Michigan than any other team in the Big Ten coming into Saturday. And now, unfortunately, the Wolverines are sitting alone in last place, having just lost by 10 at home to the team that used to be right next to them. 69-59. Wolverines drop their fifth in a row, 10th in 11 tries. We'll try to put words to it here on Defend the Block. We're talking Michigan basketball. Welcome to Defend the Block, where we'll take you inside the basketball programs with interviews, analysis, and so much more. Now, here's your host, Brian Bush. At the end of each first half on the radio network, assistant coach Sadi Washington comes over and chats with us. Terry Mills asks him a couple of questions about the first half. And Sadi Washington said in this one that the team had to set the temperature in the second half and not let it be set by Rutgers. Well, the Scarlet Knights turned it all the way up. The thermostat was all Scarlet Knights in the second half. Again, plus 19, dominant on the boards. Michigan still had a bunch of turnovers, and Rutgers went on to win by 10 in this ballgame. I mean, the Scarlet Knights were coming in. Their head coach, who has done a really good, nice job with Rutgers over the years, Steve, Steve Peichel. This is not the best season for Rutgers by any stretch, but uh, Peichel's been there. It's his eighth season. He was under the weather. He was wearing a mask over on the sideline in this one, but he was acclimating a new starter. Into this lineup, Jeremiah Williams was out due to suspension coming into this ballgame. This was his Rutgers debut. And Emmanuel Oboli was big off the bench. He played eight minutes for a team that, kind of like Michigan, has tried to struggle through a really difficult season. Uh, Michigan, in a lot of the same ways, they're in that same spot. But eight guys play, everyone at least 10 minutes. The starters all go 30 or more. Michigan just does not have faith that anyone beyond that eight of the five starters, Trey Jackson, Jalen Llewellyn, and Will Cheddar, can provide that jolt. We haven't seen Yusuf Kayat in several games. We haven't seen George Washington III in several games. You wonder if that will change potentially here down the stretch in what has become more and more and more of a lost season for Michigan. Now at 7-15, and 15, trying to avoid finishing in last place in the Big Ten for the first time since 19 19- 67 Wolverines unfortunately taking another step toward that awful potential with a 10-point loss to Rutgers on Saturday again tough to put words to it Terry Mills and I tried to do it right after the game 58% shooting for Michigan in the first half of the last three games just taking that Terry and saying that Michigan is 0-3 is perplexing but then to know that it was a 30% difference into the second half, 28% shooting in the second half. How do you explain that? I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. And, you know, I, I talked about and always say how important it is to win that first five minutes. And I kind of tailed it back and say, let's win two-minute increments. Well, guess what? Next game, I'm even telling it back far that. I'm going minute by minute. Possession because, by possession. Yeah, possession by yeah. possession because uh, – that is where it has got with this team right now. Um, and you can just see the body language. When things start not going their way, all of a sudden they kind of feel like, hey, this has happened before. This is supposed to happen. And, uh, you know, got to find a way to stop the bleeding. I mean, this is just all about pride right now as an individual um, of winning ball games. I'm quite sure that all of these players – have came from winning programs, whether in high school or wherever, and you're used to winning. Well, it's time to to, to put it up, put it on the table right now because 
this is this is not uh, not winning basketball that you're playing out there. Now, when you talk about pride and, and pride categories as we find out how the Wolverines cleaned up the glass presented by Libman just in the second half. Rutgers 25 to 16 in rebounds, 12 to nothing in second chance points, 22 to 10 points in the paint. Massive differences there. There's a lot that went wrong for Michigan in the second half, but boy, it seemed like it ended with that stuff in the paint. Yeah, well, that's just total domination right there. And, and you want to talk about, and I used the word during the course of the game, of, of not matching physicality and getting bullied. That is exactly what happened during this game. Whether Michigan was, you know, trying to block shots or whatever, I mean, the Scarlet Knights were sending four and five to the boards, rebounding the basketball, and Michigan was just more or less standing around saying, oh, I thought you had it. And someone has to take the initiative and say, I'm going to get the job done. Our Cleaning Up the Glass segment presented by Libman. Libman's mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com. Libman, the official hardwood floor care provider of Michigan athletics. Wolverines led by nine at the half. And Rutgers outscores the Wolverines 39-20 to in the second half. Certainly the work inside from Rutgers had a lot to do with it, but also the turnovers. Michigan committing... 19 total turnovers, 11 in the first half, 8 in the second half. And that was the one thing that Rutgers really does well offensively is they score off teams' turnovers. They are second in the Big Ten in that category, and they showed why in this one. Yeah, well, if you know that coming in, and I'm quite sure the coach and staff talked about, you know, what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are, you just can't casually pass the basketball because – they're going to steal the basketball, and, and you just don't need to be made out an example here on the floor. You see it on tape. You understand it, how quick they are, how active their hands are. So that goes back to being the basic, fake a pass to make a pass and, you know, create passing lanes. And, uh, you know, Michigan just didn't get it done here today. Time to name today's achiever of the game brought to you by Michigan Student Aid. And, well, for Rutgers, they had two guys who really took over in the second half. Cliff O'Mori is someone who – can do that for stretches. He's not the most consistent player in the Big Ten, but when he is at his peak, there are very few players in this league better than him. And we saw that in the second half with almost a double-double and half-two alone, 10.7 rebounds. And then Derek Simpson, the catalyst offensively, 14 points in the second half. He had just five at halftime. Those two were big. Mawat Mag helped keep Rutgers in it, but Simpson and Omori brought this thing home. Yeah, well, they were building confidence as the game was going on, and I just you know, understood that, you know, I always talk about how the defense can't be connected to the offense. You know, you're going to have to separate those two. You're going to have to play defense to create offense. And Michigan kind of, once the offense kind of went downhill, they showed no interest in playing on the defensive end, and, and it showed here today. So the duo of Derek Simpson and Cliff O'Mori, today's achievers of the game, brought to you by Michigan Student Aid. It's a game changer you know, when you're sitting at 7-15 and 15 overall, now in last place in the Big Ten at 2-9, and nine, it, it, this question has been asked a bunch, unfortunately, about this team, where to go from here. But to go from doing this in East Lansing against your rival to now in a matchup of the bottom two teams in the league to lose here when you're up. At one point in this ballgame, Michigan led by 15 points, and they fall to Rutgers. I ask again. Where do you go from here, and how much can just that pride factor weigh in to well, this team? Well, that's what it's going to have to be about. It's going to have to be 
about pride and about getting it done. I thought Michigan had all the momentum. You talk about those last plays of the first half that Michigan was playing like their hair was on fire and had that momentum in the half with a steal and a dunk. I mean, you just thought that coming out in the second half, they would be ready to go. But we have seen this so so many times where Michigan has struggled. And I just think that when Michigan gets hit in the mouth, they start looking around and you just don't have that one person that takes that initiative to say, hey, guys, we're going to get it done regardless. We're going through a little rough stretch. We're going to get it done. And that's where that leadership comes in at. And then what is this team's identity? We're, we're still searching for that on, on, on midseason, you know, so we got to figure it out. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Time to hear from the head coach of the Wolverines. Here's our conversation with Juwan Howard. Coach, unfortunately, those second-half issues plague your team again. What was most disappointing to you from this performance in the second Same damn song. (laughs) It's that simple. Same damn song. (laughs) You just said it. Second half woes, 19 points, all right, 18, excuse me, in the first half in the paint, finished with 40 points in the paint total, 15 offensive rebounds, had six in the first half, all right, nine in offensive rebounds in the second half. Yeah, Coach, would you? 40 points in the paint. Yeah, would you you call that effort department? Effort, uh, uh, focus, lack of uh, toughness. Right, there you go, all of that. How much did you see their zone defense affect this team during that scoring drought? I always talk about the defense and offense can't be connected. Just because things don't go well on you on the offensive end, you can't elect to say, hey, we're not going to play any defense because things are not going right on the offense. You can't have you know those compound mistakes. When you don't score on the offensive end, then it affects your defense. It's called compound mistake, and that's we've seen many possessions where that happened. And you know the the zone, which only had like four possessions of that, cannot allow us to become stagnant. One led to a, a turnover. The other, where well, we didn't drive the, the the middle of the zone, and it wasn't even aggressive at all. It just allowed us to be stagnant. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Understandably frustrated. Understandably confused as to some of the numbers that he was reading on the box score in real time following the Wolverines 10-point loss to Rutgers. Again, strong first half. Terrace Reed Jr. had a double-double, a career-high 15 rebounds. Michigan was up by nine at the break. More of the details here from Rob Joyce in our highlight recap. Michigan returning home, trying to get out of the Big Ten basement, taking on a Rutgers team that entered at 10-10 overall, 2-7 in the league. However, the story of the Scarlet Knights coming in, despite the record, a staunch defense. After the Scarlet Knights scored the first two points of the game from the free throw line, the ensuing minutes belonged to the Maize and Blue. Wolverines the basketball on a 3-2 edge. One minute, 50 seconds in, straight on. McDaniel swishes a three. 
6-2 Mays and Blue. They're two of three from downtown. That was part of a 10-0 run for Michigan early on. Gave them an eight-point lead at the initial media timeout. A few minutes later, that lead would hit double digits. Near sideline, McDaniel angles to the point. Now Conwell right wing takes it strong. Flip it in Reed. He'll pivot. He'll bank and score. Nifty move from Terrace Reed Jr. Timeout, Steve Peichel and Rutgers. The Wolverines storming out of the gates in front 14-4. And how about Terrace Reed Jr.? It was a fast start for Terrace Reed Jr. Six points, five rebounds, six minutes into the game. After that make, and he helped defensively too, finished the day with five blocks as Rutgers came out shooting just one of ten out of the gates. So Michigan playing ahead from the get-go, midway through the half of Trey Jackson, three, pushed the lead to 11-20-9. Scarlet Knights would find some semblance of footing right around the eight-minute mark, would trim it to six, then Jalen Llewellyn would counter it with a three-pointer of his own. 23-14 at the under-eight timeout, and Michigan pretty much held a comfortable lead the rest of the first half. Rutgers didn't get within two possessions at any point before halftime. In fact, the Wolverines would push it a little further with four minutes left. McDaniel to the right wing, combo shot fake. Now he'll take a three and make a three. Wolverines up a dozen. Olivier Kamwa drains triple number 26 this year. Michigan shot 56% in the first half to Rutgers 38. Made six threes to the Scarlet Knights one. Then in the final few minutes, Rutgers made a move. Down as many as a dozen in the first half. Scarlet Knights cut it to a five-point game in the final seconds of the first half. 35-30. We're a few seconds away from maybe cutting it a little closer. Michigan had an inbound underneath the basket late in the shot clock. And instead, the Wolverines quelled any momentum going into the locker room. In today's Call of the Game, brought to you by the experts at University of Michigan Health. Doug looks in, floats to Williams' left pocket, got away with a walk, shimmies to the right, timer at one, fades away from the head of the key and swishes it. T. Will, cold, cool, and collected, makes it 37-30 Michigan. Six seconds left, ball poked away by Simpson. Up ahead, Williams, one second left, zing it in to Kamwa, who storms it down at the first half buzzer. Michigan, a 4-0 surge, all fueled by Terrence Williams II. Today's Call the Game brought to you by University of Michigan Health. There's a difference between an answer and a Michigan answer. To learn more about Michigan's best hospital, visit michigananswers.com. A four-point flurry in the final 10 seconds, and the Wolverines led 39-30 at halftime. Of course, the last few weeks, the first half hasn't been the problem for the U of M. Second half has been the bugaboo, in particular the first few minutes. And today, Michigan tried to flip that script in the opening minutes of half number two. Reed peels off rebound number eight. Now McDaniel left wing, step back, high arcing, left wing three is pure. Timeout, Steve Peichel right away. How many times has Michigan had to take that early timeout in the second half? Today it's the Wolverines forcing it. Two and a half minutes in, made it 44-32 Wolverines, and then out of the timeout, the lead would balloon. McDaniel zips it left wing, Williams feed it in Reed, no look pass, two combo, finishes reverse style, plus one coming. What a find and what a finish. Kamwa with a chance at a three-point play. Reed and Kamwa led the way today. The margin would peak at 15. It was 47-32 after the made by Kamwa from the free throw line with 17 minutes to go. So that's still a lot of time, and Rutgers would counter. Seven straight would bring it back to single digits, 47-39. Another 8-0 surge made it 51-47 with 10.5 left. Eight minutes to go, still a four-point game, 55-51. Seven minutes left. Michigan bucket, Rutgers three. It's 57-54. A minute later, a couple of Clip Omori free throws makes it 57-56. Rutgers another couple of stops. And with five minutes left, the Scarlet Knights would take their first lead since it was 2-0. Michigan clinging to a one-point edge. 
4.42 left. Here Simpson shoots it up. Yes, plus he's fouled. Rutgers has its first lead since 2-0. Terrace Reed Jr. hacked him as well. Derek Simpson would complete the three-point play. He'd finish with a game-high 19. The run would continue, and Rutgers would not give the lead back. Michigan went scoreless for over four minutes. Rutgers went on a 14-0 run to take a 65-57 edge with four minutes left. Cobble would end the skid, but the damage was, was done. Michigan would never again get the game to within two possessions, and a 15-point second-half lead evaporates, turning into a 69-59 defeat. Rutgers closes the game on an 18-2 run over the final six minutes and 57 seconds as Michigan finished one of 10 shooting, turned it over 19 times. That'll do it for this edition of Defend the Block. Again, Michigan now 7-15, and 15, a five-game losing streak. The Martin Luther King Jr. Day win over Ohio State, and then five more in a row in the losing column. And what do you know? Coming up, Wolverines will host the Red Hot Wisconsin Badgers on Wednesday. They face Purdue on Sunday at home in a battle for first place. Purdue is nine and two in the league. Wisconsin eight and two. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening to another tough one here on Defend the Block as Michigan falls 69-59. to Again, thanks for listening, and go Blue. Thanks for listening to today's edition of Defend the Block, part of our Michigan Athletics Podcast Network, M-Go-Blue Podcasts. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.